This Might Get Weird. Hey guys, Grace here. I wanted to give you a heads up that this episode of This Might Get Weird has been split up into two sections this week and next week because I'm going to London. That's right. Sorry. See ya, suckers. Or see ya, suckers. I'm working on my British. Anyway, uh, before we get into all of that, wanted to let you guys know, if you don't know already, that This Might Get Weird is doing two live shows. We're doing one in Cincinnati and one in Nashville, and we want you guys to be there. We'll be at Cincinnati on Wednesday, April 15th at 7.30 p.m., and we'll be in Nashville the very next day, Thursday, April 16th at 9.30 p.m. So look at our socials or just Google for tickets they're all available it's 18 plus we're very excited so make sure you get your tickets we want to see your faces we want to see your pervert self in the audience and we want to be weird with you you get it are we rolling? We're rolling. Oh my God. Cheers, Grace Helby. Cheers, Memra Hart. How are you? I'm good. What are you drinking over there? I'm doing a non-alcoholic stout. Mm. I needed something wow. rich. You've been really converted. Well, no, this is the first one I've had since dry January ended. Right. Um, but I was just, I wanted something delicious. Wow. So, so here you, we are. You're genuinely into the flavor of those. I'm into beer again. Look at you. I mean, it's a cute can. I like it. Very Thank Pinterest. You. I very get told pleasing. I got a cute can. Fight <laughs> a nickel. Um, what's up? How are you? I'm good. I will give a little caveat. I'm a little tired. I just shot. Always a great way to start a uh, podcast. Yeah. Guys, bear with me. I'm Lower very, your bar right now. Now. I'm real excited, but I'm a little <laughs> brain dead because I just shot, I was telling memory like 26 or 27 episodes of a new IGTV series with wow. Elliot that's going to come out, I think, closer to April. That that's, will never roll off the tongue for me. IGTV? Yeah. IGTV. It sounds like an STD. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds a little compromising, but it was all about Real Housewives, so lots your of screams. Bre- your bread and butter. My bread and butter. It was actually very funny. Today we were shooting some um, bits of it, and I gave I mean, you guys can have spoilers. Elliot, a uh, housewife's makeover. So like, I did his oh. makeup. But literally in the middle of us shooting in my kitchen, there's like three cameras rolling. There's like four other people on crew helping us. Just a man walks by my deck and it's my meter reader. The guy's, the oh, guy's, during your shoot? During the shoot. Elliot's in full fake lashes and a weird gross wig. <laughs> and the guy just walks by, doesn't look at anyone, just head down. He goes, don't mind me, meter reader. And then we look out. I'm just like, Okay. I mean, truly, I can't imagine the things that meter readers see. Because, first of all, a great name for a job. Uh Meter reader. Anything that has that rhyme scheme. But also, like, their whole jam is getting in and getting out without being noticed. Yeah. Like, I don't know when the fuck my meter gets rated no i have no i mean i have to let this guy in because it's around the other side of my house but he let himself in this time and it's the same guy every time and he just literally walked in checked it walked out no eye contact we continued filming through the whole thing and i was like i was that it was that is everyone okay was that supposed to be okay he seems fine with it so as long as he got what he needed i think that's fine he let himself in does he not know that he could be met with a very mad dog exactly that's what i was like what a bold move because i didn't see that i didn't have my phone next to me to see that he had rung the doorbell so he yeah he really braced himself and he was met with something entirely different but equally as aggressive to walk in on so um kudos to that man uh professional through and through do you have a beware of dog sign i do yeah which i think is a great life hack for anyone Mm -hmm. out there to just get their own beware of dog sign because that is gonna 
you know, turn off anyone that's even questioning going into your home. Very true. Well, I was walking uh, Beans the other day Mm -hmm. and we walked past, past this house and it had a like dog territory beware of dog sign out front and yeah. I was like oh that's a new sign uh-huh. I know that dog that dog <laughs> that dog is a three pound 15 year old dog named Scoops <laughs> smaller than Beans like literally uh. Beans looks like a bear beside it and I'm like they really just put up a beware of Scoops song beside <laughs> but, uh, that's that's the life hack you do that and if you don't know that property why would you even gamble with a beware that's of dog true. sign versus a house that doesn't have one also if you get a sign that says like there's a security system even if you don't have it People, oh, why yeah. would they even test it? Well, I have a security system mm-hmm. and I have Smile You're on Camera. Yeah. Because I was like, I want a sign that says like, stay the fuck away from us. But I also mm-hmm. want it to be cute. Kind of smarmy. I needed a little like <laughs> smiley face. But I definitely have lived in a place before, uh-huh. the place before this and didn't have any type of security system yeah. and just put those signs in the yard. Yeah, I think it's just great. everywhere. When I got the Beware of Dog sign, I was like, this is the smartest thing. Everyone should be doing this. Yeah. It's so cheap. It's so helpful. Or you get one like our lovely Patreon patron, uh-huh. Teresa, and you get like a, if you're on the country, you get like beware of ostrich. Yes. Or she has a peacock. Yeah. Who, you know, can get some tooth. <laughs> like something even scarier than a dog. Yeah. Something that's kind of confusing. And you're you like, know, why would they lie about that? Why would they lie about something so specific? I don't even, I mean, if they got a peacock, I don't need to steal whatever's no. in that house. <laughs> They're already peacocking. Super hard. How are you? I am great. Yeah. Can I? Ugh. Have you been tap dancing since last we talked? Here's the here's the deal. I haven't been back to Howard <laughs> because of other stuff. Okay. Because well, I couldn't go that Wednesday. My friend had to bail on me, and then that Saturday, I was gonna go in the morning. Mm-hmm. We were gonna have perv stream. I was gonna go that Saturday morning, and then I, this is the most 2020 me thing of all time. Yeah. Then I was like, <laughs> I had to text my friend and go, Hey, I can't go to tap dance. Because I got bumped up from the wait list of a foraging class. <laughs> yeah. You were asking me if we could reschedule this live stream. Mm-hmm. And you were like, can we reschedule? Because I want to take tap class. And then later was like, can we reschedule? It's not tap class, but it's something totally different that I got uh, bumped up from the wait list. And yes. I was like, yeah, of course you can. Okay. Look, <laughs> I think foraging is very cool. For people that don't know, what is that? It's like going out into the wild and finding, you know, like plants you can eat. That you, okay, so it's it's literally gathering food that right. you can make. But like having to find it where like they don't just spray, you know, like you right. can just grab stuff from the side of the road because people, you know, the government sprays stuff. Yeah. Okay. So it's basically it's like it's like an escape room, but you're trying the clues behind are delicious stuff. Yeah. The clues are edible. Delicious stuff. Yeah. So I found this class and it was this guy who's been he's like the master of it. He's written. Wow. I think he has his fourth book coming out. Cool. And he like he. um consults with Michelin star restaurants and like create like just helps them create stuff with yeah it was amazing but so (laughs) I found it online and you were supposed to meet at 10 a.m. up in the Angeles forest so it was okay it was about an hour drive so you're yeah you're going into the woods the last 15 minutes of the drive I didn't have service oh like at all crazy scary yeah and I knew we were meeting at the entrance of at the entrance of a place called the Reptacular. (laughs) 
<laughs> that's the name of his no, estate? No, that's the name of where you meet. Okay. <laughs> which I guess is like a petting zoo with a focus on reptiles. Okay. Which you know I love. Oh, of course, yeah. I've this been, sounds right up your alley. I have been very into lizards lately. <laughs> but, um, but it wasn't open. It was, I guess on the weekends they do weddings there. Oh, what a great place to get married. Incredible. A bunch of lizards and uh, reptiles moseying about. Absolutely. (laughs) Um, But so I get there and I'm like, well, it says don't go in the reptacular. I don't know where the fuck I'm supposed to go. Right, you don't have service? Nothing. So Uh I see a a Jeep that has just a sign in the front of it that says forage. Okay. Okay. (laughs) So you are here. Okay. (laughs) I I pull off to the side of the road. I see a couple more cars do that. And I'm like, okay, I think we're all here and confused. Yeah. Before you got to this... Did you know that one, there would be other people? And if so, how many other people? Would I be knew doing there it? would be other people because I wanted to take the class and it said it was sold out. Oh. So I emailed him <laughs> and said, can I be, can you add one more? Yeah. The equivalent of sliding into a DM. I slid into actual <laughs> emails. Uh, and so then I got an email the day before that said, hey, yeah, just come and bring money. Like people drop out. Amazing. So I get there mm-hmm. and I, I get out of my car, which was like very nerve wracking. It felt like first day of school. <laughs> Yeah. I, I'm the only person not in a couple. Do they tell you to uh, prep anything, bring anything, wear anything? They say it's going to be a hike. It was okay. like 200 yards. Okay. It was just, we were just stopping. <laughs> but so I go down and it's this like Belgian guy uh-huh. with a thick accent. He's like in his 60s. Amazing. And he's so great. And so I talk and I'm like, hi, I'm the one who emailed you. I'm here. And we're just like, oh, wonderful. It's so glad you're here. He looks down at the picnic table where there's an ant smashes it puts it in his mouth and says the ones with white butts are delicious <laughs> with white butts with white butts i didn't know that ants could have white butts yes i guess wow. it's a certain breed i was like okay wow and i mean i've been here two seconds and i've seen the man eat an ant yeah he really is living what he's advertising mm-hmm. he is walking the walk yeah and then he goes they're delicious and i go oh really well I know. I've heard that ants taste very peppery. That is a fact I knew. And then he goes, these, he goes, these ones taste like lemons. And I was like, oh, we are best friends already. You're already going through the notes of an ant. Yes, exactly. The palate. Yeah. Taste of leather. Um, so anyway, everyone kind of trickles in. There's like, I don't know, 14 of us or okay. maybe 15 because everyone's like, it's clearly a post Valentine's Day, like fun activity plus me. OK, so you're a third wheel to everyone there. Yes, that's fun. And also they're like a tractor trailer. <laughs> and I'm <laughs> yeah. just one extra wheel in case you're someone spare tire on the back. Exactly. The I mean, but that's a decent number of people where you can get an education, but also blend in a little bit. The, yeah, you can talk if you want to, but yeah. you're not going to be like singled out. Right. OK. Uh, so anyway, we go around the circle because he's like I want to see like what tribe we are I cannot do his accent at all but he's basically saying like if the world ended tomorrow what do each of us do that can bring value to this what tribe what do you bring to the table right so oh. there's like uh, a line cook and uh, a person in music and like this and that and like lots of people who are into food okay but then a couple uh, other ones where it's like they'd be good at manual labor like one guy was like I build sets for a television and movie okay so he's like oh it's such a good tribe what a great tribe wait what did you say so then i'm like um i'm useless i'm a writer (laughs) and i said but i'm great at drinking and i'll help build the night entertainment programs okay (laughs) so you're turning it more into an adult camp right well he was too he was you know so i i'm feeling like "Hmm, hmm, hmm." like i did pretty 
pretty good. <laughs> I fit in here. This is like an icebreaker. I killed it. And then the next guy besides me, he goes, what do you do? He goes, um, I design rockets. <laughs> and I was like, well, way to steal my fucking thunder. Jesus. Literally a rocket engineer wow. were the next two people. Wow. That want to learn about foraging. Amazing. I, I know. Huh. Of course they're doing something like, you know, educational on right. a Saturday morning. That yeah, the, their free time is spent expanding their brains in other ways. Exactly. Wow. Anyway, it was really cool. We like, he basically said he wanted to have food freedom. Okay. Like, because like an example he gave, he was like, how many types of potatoes do you find at the grocery store? Hmm. Okay. Like, uh, to you know, guess what types? Like, we got to like it. Three. A Yukon. Yeah. Like, like three, a six. sweet potato. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there are 6,000 types of potatoes. What? Yes. In the grocery store? No, in no. the world. Okay. I was like, uh, in the grocery not delivering. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, How big he, is this grocery store? What does he consider a potato? I was like, now he's officially, uh, that white butt ant has caused some weird <laughs> yeah. thing in his brain and he's yeah. tripping. Um, no, there's 6,000 types of potatoes. Wow. And so he was like. I don't like to think that you only get to eat what people choose to like is easiest to grow. Okay. So it was cool. Whoa. So he's like, I'm going to show you all these things that you might overlook that you can actually eat. Well, he said he was like the biggest, he goes, it drives me crazy once I learned about it because Uh he said he just sees things that are edible yeah that um, like, let's say in LA, Uh like they're considered weeds and they're killed when Uh really it's like, that's actually has more there's some there's some study of like the weeds they kill in san francisco like Mm -hmm. most of them had more nutritious value than kale so he's like why are we killing all this stuff and spraying roundup all over it someone could eat it is it just the matter of knowing how to cook it or just knowing that it's edible identification i think okay okay. because he immediately we start walking Uh we take like (laughs) we take like uh 10 feet Uh uh-huh Rips out of the ground. He goes, what is this? He goes, black mustard. <gasps> it was black mustard greens. Whoa. Right? Uh-huh. He passes it around. Everyone takes a, a thing off of it. A yeah. little piece of the leaf. You eat it. Tastes exactly like wasabi. Whoa. Exactly. Wow. And he was like, a quarter mile up the road, there's a whole just field of this. Jeez. Just growing wild. Cool. It was actually, it was literally wild. <laughs> I was living so hard so he like we're going through the mustard greens Mm -hmm. he shows us he like pulls it up shows us the root shows us how we like can can use that to make kimchi then then they have like the dried out plants the mustard greens in the year before that were dried Uh he grabs a bunch of them he crumbles them up into our hands and then you see all the mustard seeds comes out come out so he goes this is what they'll make dijon mustard with whoa i always wonder how they make mustard yeah well have you had the mustard that is just like it's all seeds yeah yeah i have that's what those were but how do you get the liquid part in between the so it's vinegar oh so later, when I'll get to it, when we ate the meal, mm-hmm. he had like just full on pickled mustard seeds. And then if you ground it, uh-huh. that's how you'd make like Dijon. Interesting. But he was like, I go, I go out. I see them on the side of the road. I grab two garbage bags full. I have mustard for the year. Wow. I was like, what, bitch? Hannah would lose her mind. I honestly am, would be too nervous to bring Hannah. To one of these. <laughs> I, she'd ask a lot of questions. She, I mean, like, which I understand, but there were two people who were asking a lot of questions on it that I was already over them. <laughs> but I was like, I don't want to be with Hannah. Were people taking actual notes? 
Yeah, I was. I had this oh. little notebook. <laughs> But people weren't so much as me. I was going off on it because yeah. everything was so crazy. But then he sees a eucalyptus tree. Okay. Right, so am I boring you? No, I'm okay. fascinated. I saw your Instagram post and I was like, how did she even hear about this? But this all no. adds up because I feel like you guys took that uh, knife iron wielding forge. Well, we forged and now we foraged. Yeah. Okay. Those, those uh, Two uh, difference. But basically you're doing a elevated version of doomsday prepping in a way. Totally. But like... <laughs> But like, cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I was like page four of me looking up like weird classes in L.A. Yeah. But so there's the eucalyptus tree. Uh-huh. And I'm like, oh, what are we going to do now? He grabs a leaf and then he shows us this like kind of white speck on it. Uh-huh. And we're like, he's like, does anyone know what this is? No, of course not. Dude, that's why we're here. So <laughs> he says that what it is, is it's like two. It's like basically sugary poop. That these bugs poop out. This guy loves white things on bugs. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a, a real specific it's taste. It's like a hard crystallized thing. Uh-huh. And he's like, look, if you flick that up, uh-huh. there was like two tiny, tiny, tiny little bugs underneath hanging out. Okay. Right. So he goes, it's winter now. But in the summer, these leaves are like dripping with the, uh, they're just like covered in these crystallized things. Whoa. He comes out, takes his hand and like rubs them. All the whites fall off. Uh-huh. The little white sugary things. He cleans them. Yeah. Uh, he had like a full mason jar of them. He pours some in our hand, which I had to get over mentally <laughs> that I knew it was actual bug poop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It wasn't vegan. Yeah. That's the hard, uh, hard sell. It was tough. But then we ate them. Tasted like Rice Krispie treats. Wow. He's like, that's what you can use if you were in the wild in our tribe and you, Mommery, needed to make <laughs> needed to make booze. We would need we would need sh- like a sugar starter. Yeah. This is sugar. Wow. This is all very practical. It was crazy. Let's be honest, guys. If we are going to continue kicking 2020's ass and really just destroying all our to-do lists, sometimes you end up a little tired at the end of the day and you don't want to cook and you sure as hell don't want to do dishes. That's when DoorDash comes in handy. DoorDash is not only just like your local pizza joint down the street. There are over 310,000 restaurant partners in 4,000 cities. So you can get your old favorites or you can try something new. DoorDash delivers to all 50 U.S. states. Puerto Rico, Canada, and Australia, and you can get your local go-to faves or, you know, a chain restaurant here and there. Sometimes you want your Chipotle, Wendy's, Chick-fil-A, or my personal kink, Cheesecake Factory. Because let's face it, you just want that food. You don't want to be cleaning up later. However, our listeners are going to be the ones cleaning up because right now, our listeners are going to get $5 off their first order of 15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter code TMGW. That's 5 bucks off your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter the code TMGW. 5 bucks off. Use the code TMGW with the DoorDash app. Guys, I want Cheesecake Factory. Hey, you, listening to this podcast and thoroughly enjoying yourself. Are you unhappy with your smile? Are you tired of feeling self-conscious in photos? Why not make this year the year you straighten your teeth with Candid? Candid delivers clear liners directly to you and straightens your teeth for thousands less than braces. Unlike braces, Candid clear liners are comfortable, removable, and totally invisible so you can transform your smile without anyone noticing a thing. Plus, you never have to set foot 
put in a doctor's office or waiting room. Your treatment is prescribed and monitored remotely by a licensed orthodontist. And unlike other companies, Candid only works with orthodontists, never general dentists. With other remote clear aligner options, uh, you may never hear from a doctor at all as you go through the treatment. And that means that your treatment will be designed by an expert in tooth movement. With Candid, not only will your treatment be designed by an expert orthodontist, but it also includes remote monitoring by the same orthodontist throughout. So you'll never have to wonder how everything is going because your orthodontist will be able to keep an eye on your treatment from anywhere. Looking ahead to wedding season or a special event with Candid, the average treatment length is just six months and you'll start seeing results way before then. So learn more about Candid's process and get a complimentary 3D scan of your teeth at Candid Studio. Find a Candid Studio near you. It's the simplest, freest way to get started. And if you're ready to take the first step towards straighter teeth for a limited time, you can get started with $75 off by using the code TMGW at CandidCo.com slash TMGW. That's CandidCo.com slash TMGW. Use code TMGW for $75 off CandidCo.com slash TMGW code TMGW. Uh, wait, what are the other highlights? Um, okay, let me see. <laughs> Consult the notes. I ate poop. <laughs> Wasabi mustard. <laughs> he also just said funny stuff. Like at one point he goes, and for, and then you just add a shitload. A shitload is two times more than a buttload. <laughs> I this loved him. man has a fascination with fecal matter. He does. <laughs> he really I'm does. Into it. Um, let's see. Um, kimchi. <laughs> well, this <laughs> this evening has even worse. He goes kimchi, which you know how that smells. Yes, it's a uh, very very pungent. Potent. He said it smells like a sophisticated fart. Wow! <laughs> and I was like, that's poetry. Yeah. He said a fart. But sophisticated. What a wordsmith. Right? Amazing. You know, you're like, this smells bad, but... How do I? I can't... Classy. Yeah, yeah. He goes to Oregon uh-huh. once a year to collect seaweed to provide his own salt for the year. This man is really... Insane. Uh, doing his own thing. Insane. We, Wait, so you guys were on his actual property? No, so I guess it's just property that, um, like, there was reptacular, yes. obviously. Which, by the way, I haven't told you, the whole time this is happening, uh-huh. there are birds squawking so loudly it sounds like we're in Jurassic Park. <laughs> You're outside in a rainforest cafe. There's some type of <laughs> tropical birds going the fuck off. Amazing. Um, but no, I guess he just made friends with them, and then there was, like, some church... Okay. Um, and they're just like, yeah, use our land, whatever. That's We're not pretty using incredible. It. I know. Have you come home and look through your own backyard to see if any okay, of the things Okay, well, here's up? the deal. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, because then he showed us like sagebrush and how to make like soap out of this and wow. that and sour clovers. And it was amazing. Cool. Well, he made this whole insane feast at the end. Like wow. he, he like had us all plate it and... It's great. That's fun. Um, anyway, but what happened is then mm-hmm. totally I w- you walk around and it's like everything changes. You're looking under your feet to make sure you're not crushing stuff. Wow. You know what I mean? Like we're just yeah. like walking through like the side of a road yeah. and I'm going to be like, oh no, I don't want to step on that mustard seed, that mustard plant. It's uh-huh. like that was a fucking weed to you. <laughs> 
20 minutes ago. <laughs> Your whole perspective has opened up. It was crazy. That's, I mean, I also have been avoiding walking on um, nature because we watched Honey, I Shrunk the Kids the other night. Did you? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. And they got me scared. a little freaked out. Oh, my God. But I love that like movie. This. Wait, so he, I love a good lesson that includes a meal, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He really killed it. We learned all types of stuff about like medicine and what to take for colds. And he has a whole book about like making booze in the wild. Wow. So he was yeah. probably very excited when you announced what your contribution to the tribe was. He was into it. And then also he had mugwort beer he'd made. Okay. So mugwort is a plant right. that's in the wild that, you know, can do a lot of stuff for like um, pain and like you can make tinctures for pain okay. and yada yada. But he's pouring the beer around and he's like, mugwort is also known to make you have weird or lucid dreams. <gasps> Really? I didn't know that. Yes. He says that every time he like has mugwort, uh-huh. that when his dream starts, he sees a mugwort plant <gasps> and that m- makes him know that this is he's going to lucid dream. That's and he's the- like, and then I control my dreams. This man is a superhero. <laughs> Isn't it crazy? So I was like, well, I just drank mugwort beer. I snuck a second glass. Um, I was like, I just drank mugwort beer and I'm going to see DMX tonight. So I don't know what the <laughs> fuck my dreams are going to be. This is going to be quite a night for me. Uh, I loved him. Everyone was so uptight and I was joking around. Uh, and so he, clown. so he loved me. That's fantastic. And I'm going to I want to learn more. Yeah, I would go back in a heartbeat. I already downloaded a foraging app. The- <laughs> go wait is it an app that like identifies things well, no it's where people well, i think it might have that but it's where people will be like hey there's a bunch of chickweed at off exit blah 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 so it's basically like pokemon go but yes. for these foraging items this is there. my pokemon go yeah, there you go there you go finally you got to take it so you can get into it so then we, we can conspire about the things we find on the east side absolutely yeah. yes wow. it, they should gamify it so it's like i got the mugwort <laughs> Which kind of sounds like a po- Pokemon anyway. Yeah, isn't that in Harry Potter or something? Yes. I think it's like, well, because he kept like being like, I'm a witch. <laughs> <laughs> He was like a man in his 60s Kept going I'm a witch I was like I'm obsessed with you That's incredible Uh, Now do you Do you tip him At the end of this Or No it's a class You like paid for the class Okay okay But But then you But then you got this amazing meal too So it was like This is the It was the most fun Saturday morning That's so cool I mean Yeah you've been really uh, promoting a lot of great opportunities for people that live in the Los Angeles area. <laughs> yes, I know. By my travel book. Right. No, it was great because he was really knowledgeable, but also a couple times he was like talking about um, like seeing stuff and wanting to save it and knowing mm-hmm. that was edible. And then he goes, but once you catch yourself going that deep into it, just stop doing this because you're turning into a crazy person. Oh, so he's a little he's, self-aware. He's very self-aware. He was like, once you start really thinking... <laughs> this much in detail go watch tv oh, that's, okay yeah. so he does do some balance and some self-care and he totally. is he is connected and dialed in oh no we were plating the the meal uh-huh. and he's like you take these and it's all stuff that he's fermented and cool. like like pre-cooked and then we're just gonna put it together and like feel like we helped yeah and then he gave this guy these like um some type of like uh, sous vide mushrooms he had foraged and mm-hmm. wanted to put this vinaigrette on it he had made with wild jalapeno whatever and then he goes mm-hmm. and then all also dill from ralph's <laughs> he was just like I, I couldn't find dill i love it he's yeah. all about balance he was great oh that sounds so fun Woo! who knew not me and now you gotta go out into the woods now 
I mean, and just poke around, just look around. (laughs) Yeah. Who needs Instagram when you can just walk into the woods and forage? Well, now I kind of want to find stuff and like vlog me doing it and then make a cocktail with it. I mean, you're looking for content ideas. It's right in front of you. I'm really thirsty (laughs) for content. Oh my God, honey, I shrunk the kids. Rick Moranis is coming back for a new one. Is that why you watched it to celebrate Rick Moranis' return? No, we did not. We just watched it because we we were watching um, some like intense stuff like The Outsider, which is like a Stephen King show that's very intense. And then, oh, I've learned my limit on watching like murder stuff. We watched one episode. Grace, why do you do this to yourself? Look, we pushed the limit and we... We, we regret it. We watched one episode of I Am a Killer on Netflix. This oh, series. Is this like a, is it like a different killer each episode? Yes. And it is so fucking crazy no. that we, it was like a 45 minute episode and it got so nuts. And it was the first one of the first season. It was like, let's just give it 10 minutes and see if it gets interesting. And we were like 20 minutes in. I was like, I'm full of anxiety, but I got to finish this. I got to see what mm-hmm. happens. That That's why we watched Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. I was like, I got to balance it out. This was way too much for us to experience. And so we're watching Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. And I I remember seeing it when I was younger, but it is so good. It's so good. It's been a long time since I've seen it. It came out in 1989. That's fucking bonkers. It's crazy because the graphics and the, the, you know, green screening is pretty great for 1989. But also what they did, which I think is a very, you know, my argument to why Baby Yoda is so much cuter than uh, Baby Nut. Yes. Is they also built big ass sets. Yeah, like they did. You know, like, like everything's real. Right. It's not CGI. Right. Yeah. So the parts that are CGI, you can tell, obviously, but it's still done really well. And the fact that there are so many like real props and you know after seeing cats where technically they built the set there oh my god i was watching like watching this i was like this is so much better than cats and this was done 21 years before totally <laughs> when you're like how are the effects yeah this good oh, did so you good. ever go to um they had uh, a honey i shrunk the kids land yes in disney world yes i think you and i talked about honey i shrunk the kids the um the movie was it Honey, I Shrunk the Kids or the Muppets movie where they had the fake mice that ran over your... Oh, that leg. is Honey, I Shrunk the right. Kids. Yeah, so that's the movie within yes. that park. But then they had like blades of grass yes. that were slides. Yes, and- <gasps> I went to... Yeah, I've been to both of those. And that's what was reminding me when I watched the movie. I was like... I wonder if I've never actually seen this movie, but because I went to those rides, I thought that I had Mm. had like enough exposure to it. But yeah, watching it, the main kid in it, the little nerdy kid with the glasses. Yeah. He's an amazing child actor. (laughs) I was losing my mind about it. I kept being like, this kid is fantastic. Wait, did he go on to do anything else? I was just like porn. That's what I'm not totally sure, but I was trying to look it up. Um, the other day where's the honey i shrunk the kids cast he was so good every take he did was absolutely fantastic i think it's robert oliveri maybe okay this is what comes yeah nick nicky nick zelinski oh wait nick uh yeah oh my god he was so cute yeah the photo that comes up first for him looks very unflattering but um yeah he oh he was nominated for a young artist award and a saturn award good for him when he was younger i guess 41 years old um yeah it's a it's pretty dated but i i loved it it was it was the perfect little palate cleanser for us um well i will say like the foraging yeah you really get attached to that ant <gasps> i had and no then, idea and then i just watched a man eat one right <laughs> yeah. he could 
have had a whole life with a shrunken <laughs> kid. It? They call it Annie or Auntie or something. Something like that. They make it, they like anthropomorphize it and they make it really cute. And there's a whole emo- emotional journey with protecting the ant from the scorpion that shows up. Oh. Which it's also like, where do you guys live? That there's yeah. scorpions. Yeah, just in your backyard. Yeah, that's actually a, a good question. I don't know. I didn't get that far. Yeah, fucking scorpion. Oh, and it's great. Uh, the, there's also a very shocking... Um, this is probably because I didn't see the movie, turns out. But the mom in the very beginning, she's not sleeping at home. She's sleeping at the grandmother's house because she's so upset that her husband has been obsessed with this machine that he's working on. And oh. he's not successful. And their finances are struggling. I didn't know there it. was undertones of divorce and the, honey, I shrunk the kids. And it's presented so casually that it is like wait, that mom, all the kids are talking about how mom slept at grandmom's last night and they don't know when she's going to be home. And I'm like, that's Yikes. a pretty dark situation. Wait, so then I don't remember. In the end, is she so impressed that his machine worked that she's, she's so, coming back home? It, she came back home. And then when he has to break the news that the kids I love it's are, us. For, it's us yeah. telling the plots Sorry, to guys. films that came out 30 years yeah. ago. This is important. <laughs> Go back. There's a new one coming out. So study up. Uh, yeah, no, she comes back uh, begrudgingly but still kindly mm. and sweetly and uh, he has to break the news that he discovered that his machine actually works right. and he and accidentally shrunk the kids shrunk the, and she gets that's upset. That's why it's honey, comma mm-hmm. I shrunk the kids. Yes. Uh, she gets upset <laughs> for a, a real quick moment and then she gets real proud that his machine works and then it's the two of them just like hovering oh, above their yard yes, yes. searching for the kids. Trying to find the kids. Yeah. I will say, because that I guess came out when I was six. Oh yeah. Okay. And I remember watching it and when the sister and well, when the two teens uh-huh. when the sister and the guy kiss mm. and then he goes well, see, like we we stopped we're not totally done yet we oh, watched, i don't think this is a spoiler yeah i mean we're getting to that part <laughs> they spoil yeah. honey i shrunk the kids look i'm you. gonna be really upset i'm gonna storm into the house and well, tell elliot it's over look, game over spoiler alert yeah they kiss the they, two teens kiss okay and then the little kid little cutie yeah is like where'd you learn to kiss like that and he goes <laughs> french french class uh, right but then the very last shot of the movie uh-huh. they're all like having dinner they're back to nor- spoiler alert okay. i'm sorry no, they're back to normal, they get to normal size sure um they're normal size they're eating and then out of nowhere the little kid laughs and goes Oh, I get it. French class. And like, that's how the movie ends. Uh, You know how much I pretended that I got that? (laughs) When you were younger? Yes. I'll be like, (laughs) they they teach you how to kiss when you take French class. Like, like, like I was. Mamrie went to first grade and was like, one French class, please. I'll take a French class as I put on my lip smackers. French vanilla <laughs> frosting, a chapstick. I was so oh. confused, and yet I—it's like you know the story I told about pretending I knew what getting spermed meant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the thing about being a child is that the shame of admitting you don't know something outweighs Ugh. anything. And then years, years, years later, all of a sudden, light bulbs go off. Yep. Yeah. Ugh. And you're like, wow, that was inappropriate. It's also crazy to watch a movie where there's no cell phones, so like they all yep. think that their kids are at the mall, but they're like, I think they're probably at the mall. I don't know. And I'm like, wow. You never knew. 2020 is so different. You never knew. I remember when I would have to, like right before cell phones, when mm-hmm. I was like a freshman, sophomore in high school, memorizing my mom's calling card number ah. and and like using the whole like do the 1-800 number, yes. put in this number, then dial the number. Ugh. Um like at the payphone in my school's lobby. Yeah, I remember having to do anytime we left a movie, 
uh, uh-huh. we would do 1-800-COLLECT or 1-800-CALL-ATT. <laughs> yeah. And then when it said, state your name, we go, mom, pick us up. And then we <laughs> hang up so we didn't get charged. <laughs> and then you just stand next to the payphone and hope your parents hope, got the voicemail and pick you up. they got it. Mom, pick me up. So they wouldn't be charged. <laughs> uh, and there's so oh many God. of you out there listening that have no, no concept idea. of that. They should totally do that sometimes on, um, I would be doing that if I ever got involved with a convict. How they call oh. and be like, um, you have a collect call from blah, blah, blah. Or you have a call from blah, 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 penitentiary. Yeah. From, I love you so much, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't want to waste my call numbers or right. my minutes or whatever it is. Exactly. Oh, yeah. There's a whole new season of Life After Lockup, telling you. That's what Speaking you said. Of. And I'm very excited about it. That's a great. lot of people in our Twitter, et cetera, are pissed that I ever introduced that into to their, their world. world. Yeah, pissed or just like angrily excited. Really? I think angrily excited. Yeah, it's it's real. It gets real, real. Today's podcast is brought to you by the one and only Glossier. That's right, dudes. We've got a cool-ass brand sponsoring our podcast, and I couldn't be more excited because that means they sent me free stuff. I've talked about it before. I am not the best at keeping up with skincare, but one of my resolutions this year was to be better about it. And I started with their amazing Milky Jelly Cleanser. It already sounds adorable. Um, the reason why I like it is because it helps you get a glowy, dewy skin look. And I am all about looking hydrated and ready to go. Just a little bit of it can help wash away excess oil, dirt, all my makeup. And you guys know that I have like three layers of eyeliner on because I can never get that right. So I can wash my face super quick and then go to bed. Imagine that, a grown woman washing her face at night. And now I've heard everything. The Milky Jelly Cleanser is one of Glossier's top-selling products, and people are obsessed with it because in 2015, Glossier asked their community, what's your dream face wash? Then they took all that feedback and got inspiration, went to work, and a year later, the Milky Jelly Cleanser was released. It's pH balanced, hypoallergenic, non-irritating. I have super sensitive skin, so that is very important to me. And what's also important is getting you guys a deal. So if you go to Glossier, that's G-L-O-S-S-I-E-R, dot com slash podcast slash weird you can learn more about all their products and take the quiz to find your ultimate glossier skincare routine plus you're gonna get 10% off your first order that's glossier.com slash podcast slash weird g-l-o-s-s-i-e-r dot com slash podcast slash weird go get you some clean up that face clean up your act um i i did want to bring this up yeah speaking of like when we were kids and stuff mm-hmm. When we were doing our perv stream, which, as you guys know, is our Patreon monthly live stream with one of the tiers, the pervs. By the way, there's also, if you're interested in our Patreon, we just posted our bonus podcast of the month where we review, speaking of things we've watched, the Miss Americana Taylor Swift documentary. So go check it out. Get in there. But we were there and I don't know. Oh, because it was just Valentine's Day. Yes. And we sent our pervs a day after Valentine's Day walk of shame kits. Yes. With like toothbrushes, slap mm-hmm. bracelets, flavored condoms, you oh, know, the, the normal. The the things that you need to survive. <laughs> the normal stuff. And one of our Patreons, patrons from uh, Australia said that their granddad changed, legally changed his name to Valentine. Yes. 
And we like we couldn't get much more information, but I was so intrigued about like it was a, like how old he was when he changed it to Valentine. It was fascinating. She had bad Wi-Fi, so she couldn't uh, update us as quickly as she wanted it to. It was truly the most frustrating trying to learn something and there being bad Wi-Fi on the other side of the planet. Oh, insane. But what we got from the story is that as a grown man, her grandfather in his later years changed his name to Valentine. And then he also had one arm. Yeah, that's, that's all we. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's, those are the facts that I got from that story. That's all we got is that we we're like, so what? So give us teach. She was like, he had one arm. Yeah, he had one arm. No one knows much about him. He wasn't a very I heard nice he's kind man. of a dick. Yeah. Um, but I was thinking about like when you were little and mm-hmm. you play house. Mm. Everyone always changed their name. Oh yeah. So like you know when you were a little kid, what, what? was my go-to name? Yeah, you're like well, I want to go, and sometimes you and your friend would like. Yeah. I remember one time I had a friend who then like started using the names that I normally chose, and I was like, oh. no, you can't take my name. Yeah, that's not how this works. Sorry no. that you're not on your own creative enough to right? come up with a great name. I always well, I hated my name Grace growing up because um, there were no monogram things with my name available. <sighs> Bitch, I feel. I love it now. Uh, yeah, you yeah. get it more than I do. And uh, they, all I wanted was a pencil with my name on it. Yeah. But I wanted like a cool, like interesting name. Like mm. I always felt Grace was very proper. Oh. And so I remember I, I was just talking to Elliot about this because um, I grew up going to CCD. And so you have like all you take all the sacraments. And when you're confirmed, <gasps> that's a Christian school and sacraments are what? Because well, it Catholic, sounds like a fake sugar. Catholic and CCD is basically if you go to public school, you don't go to Catholic school. You take this supplemental schooling once a week so that you oh. can learn about religion and uh, get all the sacraments that you need which the final sacrament is in like eighth grade it's confirmation and you take oh. a confirmation name so you take a <gasps> saint's name and that was very because we're all teenagers Whoa. or preteens did at you the get time. to research the saints you get to research the saints but no one really gives a shit about the research they just want a cool name right of course and i remember i really wanted mercedes <gasps> because i thought it was oh, so exotic my god but i didn't go for it because at the end of the day i thought it might be kind of trashy and it was a big stretch for me. Wow. Um, yeah. So I ended up going with Claire. Okay. Just, see, Claire was a fake name of mine. Really? Yeah. Mine. I always wanted to be called Zoe. When Zoe I was is a cool. Anything with a Z. Yeah. I thought that Q. was pretty cool. And then we used to watch this um, PBS show called Zoom, which mm-hmm. was like the young kids that would do like science experiments and stuff. And there was this girl on there named Zoe, and she she was great, but she was kind of a nerd. And I was like, I never mind. I don't want the name Zoe anymore. <laughs> So close-minded of me. Zoe's probably out there thriving right now. If Zoe from the former child actor from Zoom is listening. It was all out of jealousy. It was all out of jealousy. I wanted to be on Zoom so bad, but I didn't live in the Boston area, so I couldn't audition. That was the worst when you always saw like yeah. it come to a live taping in yeah, Chicago exactly but what? you had Claire as your name well no Claire was one I would like kind of cycle through and mm-hmm. I still occasionally break out a Claire at like a coffee shop and Claire at a coffee shop yeah. just because I'm like I don't feel like explaining my name mm-hmm. and whenever I say Mame M-A-M-E they still put Maine like the state yes which it's like who cares I'm still getting my coffee <laughs> yeah. but no when I was little I'm sure I went through a million different names when uh-huh. I played house, but one of my go-to favorites was Fresca, <laughs> like the soda. <laughs> 
And this is coming from the girl that would speak fake gibberish French with yes. her friend. Yes. I thought the word fresca, which as we all know, or maybe it was more regional, it was a lemon lime type of soda. A refreshing carbonated beverage. Similar to a Shasta. Uh-huh. Um, but so I would say my name was Fresca. Wow. And I thought that sounded so uh, like... 90s cool girl in her 20s totally i can see you with overdrawn lip liner mm. and like the two pieces of hair that are gelled <laughs> down next to your face <laughs> with a tight ponytail and then i would get i would pretend i was smoking cigs with <laughs> with sticks and i remember one time i had them all like perfect length <laughs> and size and so i like put them in a drawer in my house and i remember thinking i hope my mom doesn't find these and no i'm pretending they're cigarettes <laughs> I was like, like anyone would see a bunch of sticks and just be like, she's pretending to smoke again. Oh, yeah. I Can you imagine being a mom and just opening up a drawer and seeing a group of sticks and being like, she's a witch doctor or she's yeah. smoking fake cigs? It's like, I don't it, know. It, my sister was actually smoking cigarettes at like 11. <laughs> so I think I was in the clear. Um, you guys tweet at us. Let us know. What were your go to? What were your fake names? When you played house. It's always so funny that as kids, you always want a different identity. Oh, oh my God. What? Speaking of identity. Identities Uh-oh. on children. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I went bowling last night. Uh-huh. Uh, it was, I went to go see Chip. He was like an hour from here for work. It yeah. was me, him, and our friend Nick. And we went bowling and we're having a good time, having some cocktails, eating a, some delicious fried foods. Oh, yeah. Go for it. You're in the bowling alley. Assimilate to the culture. Cauliflower bites, mozzarella <sighs> sticks, a pita with hummus, and they fried the peanut. What? Pe- I said penis. <laughs> <laughs> That's a Freudian slip. You can tell she was hanging out with Chip last night. Got it. (laughs) They fried the pita. It was like, this is absurd. Um, But we're sitting there. And you know how the bowling alley, there's like one. It's like two lanes per thing. So all of a sudden, this like kid walks up. Mm -hmm. And he's like probably eight, nine years old. Yeah. And he's got his own bowling bag. And he sits down. And like no one else comes by himself by himself. And I'm like, he's like this little blonde kid, Uh like kind of a modern bowl cut, like just a little cutie. (laughs) And then then his dad comes up Uh now. uh, His dad types in, gets the game started and then the dad leaves. (laughs) Just lets him. I thought the dad was at the bar. Turns out it was league night. So the dad was bowling with the league. But this little kid puts on his bowling shoes like Mm -hmm. they're all he owns them like a professional, like professional puts them on, brings his ball over. Pulls out a little towel, shines his ball, <laughs> starts bowling. He's just by himself oh my God. across from us adults. He is in the computer as Cool Aaron. <laughs> With a K. Cool Aaron. Oh. And I am just like, oh my God, I'm obsessed with this kid. Right. So Cool Aaron is just bowling. Yeah. And uh, you know, I'm trying not to just I don't talk to him. Right. right. So I'm just trying to like not be the creepy woman who has a Coors Light. Right. Right. Yeah. You know? There's a, the, from the outside, you know, your intentions are good, but it doesn't it's not a good look to be the woman sloshing a beer and trying to make friends with a nine year old. Hey, cool, Aaron. <laughs> yeah. Why would you get in social studies? Yeah, so, where's dork Aaron? Right? <laughs> <laughs> he was just like he was cool, Aaron. Like yeah. he was taking breaks. He was pacing himself. He was bowling pretty well when he won the would not bowl well he uh, literally facepalm himself oh. but then also look at me a little bit because i i got a couple like i started like reacting to his bowls yeah. so then he'd see me react i'd 
but without looking at him yeah. I'd be like oh that's pretty good you know what I mean <laughs> yeah. like I was trying to be you're trying to acknowledge him, him in a mature way right yeah. so anyway he's so cute occasionally you know he like text his dad uh-huh. the dad comes over and he was just like I want some snacks so like <laughs> his dad ordered him food but again like comes leaves he's by himself the yeah. dad's on the other side of the bowling alley so he's got his own phone his own ball his own everything at one point I go to bowl I come back cool Aaron has pulled out all these miniature animals and has lined them up around his soda <laughs> he's made like a fortress like a little protective fortress of like pencil toppers oh cool Aaron has some interesting um like techniques cool Aaron was the coolest <laughs> the first game he bowled like a 70 something wow that's way better than me <laughs> he he killed it he was like bowling a seven on average wow. right but so we've like developed kind of a you know a little rapport yes meanwhile chip is like do not talk to this guy. <laughs> yeah, quit while you're ahead but then nick is like he looks at you every time he bowls to see how you react <laughs> and i'm like see he yeah. has a thing for me uh-huh. so we finally finish cool aaron is like you know halfway through his second game uh-huh. we're, we're getting ready to leave and i'm like i gotta do what i gotta say to Claire. <laughs> like i gotta make contact to cool aaron right <laughs> i timed it so wrong oh cool aaron i'm like we gotta do it okay cool aaron picks up his hot dog just the dog not the bun that, wow cool aaron doesn't use the fucking bun he can't bold take the move ca- aaron bold move. he's picking it up and i go you bowl really well aaron good job takes a bite of his hot dog <laughs> raw dog makes eye contact with me doesn't say a word and we leave <laughs> and nick goes oh my god what a fucking power move that kid just <laughs> stared you dead in the eyes as he ate a hot dog with his bare hands yeah. and did not say like acknowledge your compliment he ate a hot dog like a slim jim <laughs> he broke it off in his mouth hey i'm a really good bowling cool aaron great job nothing i got nothing wow and, when and then chip left- was like you are uh, the creepy woman at the bowling alley and i was like no he was looking at me for like reassurance on every bowl he just he's clearly has a crush on me and like didn't know how to respond and nick was like full on wow he stared you down and ate a hot dog and didn't acknowledge your compliment yeah meanwhile in cool aaron's brain he's like Uh, got another one yeah another lady (laughs) another monday night hottie at league night has fallen in love with me does he work at the zoo because he is wrangling cougars right everywhere oh my god well played i love that i like to imagine that these are all like the steps in his hypnosis of you that he's like okay wait 10 minutes then pull the animals out and create the fortress i mean in my head i was like this kid's trying to uh, trying to impress me now with the animals yeah, i was like this moves. Mo- like i expected him to like yawn and put his arm around me yeah, yeah, yeah. oh god cool aaron was oh, the coolest what um, a guy. and i just felt like a total dweeb around him <laughs> I should have been like, cool, Aaron, you did a great job. My name's Fresca. Yeah, find me on Instagram. I see you have a phone. Uh, um, This got weird. mm -hmm. This might get weird.